Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 814, and we'll look at Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 to 28. Let's read our passage. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons approached him with her sons. She knelt down to ask him for something. What do you want? he asked her. Promise, she said to him, that these two sons of mine may sit one on your right and the other on your left in your kingdom. Jesus answered, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? We are able, they said to him. He told them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right and left is not mine to give. Instead, it is for those whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten disciples heard this, they became indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them over and said, You know that the rulers of Gentiles lorded over them, and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. It must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. They're on the journey to Jerusalem, completed the ministry in Galilee, and are now heading to Jerusalem for the final scene in the ministry of Jesus, where he will be put to death by the religious leaders and then rise again on the third day. So on this journey to Jerusalem, it began with healing crowds of people that he encountered the Pharisees, and they had a question about divorce. Then he encountered the children, and he blessed them and said, The kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Had he encountered with the rich man, and was told that the rich man needed to sell his things, give it away to the poor, then follow Jesus. Then Jesus said it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples then asked, well, What about us? And Jesus said that they, the disciples, would sit on thrones and judge the twelve tribes of Israel, but anyone who left things for Jesus would be rewarded a hundred times the value. Then he had the parable of the vineyard workers, where those that even came at the end of the day were still paid a full day's wage. And then we saw the third prediction of his death and resurrection. Well, here we have it now. We're in chapter 20 starting with verse 20. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons approached him with her sons. She knelt down to ask him for something. Now remember, Zebedee's sons are James and John. These are two of the three of the inner circle, Peter, James, and John. So James and John, the sons of Zebedee, this is their mom. Now, just the way it's Props up here in the scenario. It's almost like mom intercepted them along the way or they were passing near her home or something. But no, she's part of the group traveling with Jesus. Look toward the end of Matthew's gospel, chapter 27, verses 55 and 56. It says, Many women who had followed Jesus from Galilee and looked after him were there watching from a distance, among them Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. So she's listed as being there at the cross when Jesus is crucified as part of this group of women who had followed Jesus from Galilee 
and taken care of his needs. We see this in the, also in Mark and Luke, this idea that there's this group of women who are part of the group traveling with Jesus, and several of them are women of means, and they are providing a lot of the monetary support for Jesus and his disciples. It's not just that James and John's mother happened along, but she's part of the group. Now, was she with them when Jesus took them aside privately? We saw earlier and explained to them he was going to Jerusalem to die. We don't know, but it's not like she doesn't know what's going on with Jesus and his mission. Now, the women at the cross, Matthew and Mark, both list three women there. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and then Matthew says the mother of Zebedee's sons, and Mark says Salome. So is the name of James and John's mother Salome? Maybe. We'll call her Mrs. Zebedee. But she is part of the group, and she approaches Jesus with the sons and asks him for something. Verse 21, what do you want? He asked her. Promise, she said to him, that these two sons of mine may sit one on your right and the other on your left in your kingdom. Now, on the right and on the left are places of honor. Our first thought is, what happened? The first will be last, the last will be first. And the answer to the question of who will be greatest in the kingdom back in chapter 18. However, Jesus has been talking about his kingdom. And just back in chapter 19, verse 28, he said, When the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you will sit on twelve thrones and judge the twelve tribes of Israel. And they're on their way to Jerusalem. They're getting closer. They're going to be there in a few days. And that's the royal city. And assume all this is going to take place. They said, well, what about the whole death and resurrection? Well, maybe all this takes place after his resurrection. And he sits on his glorious throne. And they sit on their thrones. Peter seems to have risen to be the leader of the group, but Peter's had some stumbles along the way and been chastised a couple of times. Maybe these guys are vying for his position. And Mom is asking, who can turn down Mom, Mrs. Zebedee? Now, as far as whose idea is this, is this her idea and she's bringing them along or is it their idea? And they say, Mom, why don't you go ask Jesus? We don't know and it doesn't matter. Verse 22, Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? We are able, they said to him. So she asks him, but Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. That is plural. The you there is plural. The verbs are all second person plural. So he's speaking to all three of them, Mrs. Zebedee and the two boys. He says, are you able to drink the cup I'm about to drink? Now, throughout the Old Testament, cup is used in, in a variety of ways. Sometimes it's used to speak of the blessings of God, the cup of God's blessings. Usually, though, it speaks of judgment. Sometimes the wrath of God is spoken of as the cup. We'll see in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus is praying, he says, Father, if it's possible, may this cup pass from me. Speaking of the sins of the world being poured out upon him. And they quickly answer. He says, are you able to drink this cup? They, Oh, yeah, we can. They obviously don't get it. Verse 23. 
He told them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right and left is not mine to give. Instead, it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. So he says, You will drink the cup. That is, you will suffer on my behalf. You will. In fact, James is the first of the apostles to be martyred. He says, as far as sitting on my right and my left, that's not mine. The Father's taking care of that. He doesn't say who it is. And again, that's not the important thing here. Verse 24, when the ten disciples heard this, they became indignant with the two brothers. Now, what's their indignation? They think, these guys, did they not hear anything Jesus has been saying? I think it's more jealousy. Hey, wait a minute. What are you guys doing? You're trying to get away with something. We want those positions. Verse 25, Jesus called them over and said, now, so Jesus calls all 12 of them together now and says this, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. He's speaking here of worldly values. This is the way things work in the world. You have a pecking order. You have people in positions and they tell people in lower positions what to do and even take advantage of them. Verse 26, it must not be like that among you. There's a different value system in the kingdom of heaven. It says, on the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. This sounds very much like what Jesus has been saying about the first will be last and the last will be first. If you want to be great in the kingdom of heaven, you need to be humble. You need to be a servant. You need to be a slave. In verse 28, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. So he uses himself here as the ultimate model of service. He is the king of the kingdom of heaven, yet he himself has come to be a servant. And ultimate act of service to give his life as a ransom for many. I have a little bit here atonement theology. Not a lot. Matthew doesn't give us a lot of that. Paul's the one who really spells out the theology of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus. But ransom, that's the word often used to describe the purchase of freedom for a slave. So we're seeing a hint of the, the theology of atonement, that is that Jesus will die as a substitute, that everyone is a sinner and under the penalty of death for sin. But Jesus' death will serve as a substitute for that death penalty that we deserve, and by that, provide the ransom for many. That is, purchase the freedom for those who are under a death penalty themselves. This shows even these closest to Jesus, they still don't really get it, because it is so foreign to their thinking. The values of the kingdom of heaven, the values of the community of Christ are so foreign to the values of the world. That's where we have to be very careful because we grow up in the world. We're products of the world and are so infused with the values of the world that we often miss the true values of the kingdom of heaven because they're very foreign to those infused in the values of the world. 
Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.